So, didn't catch the show on Tuesday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate show. Two, two, three, three, four, four. Hello, podcasters. Good to have you here. <laughs> oh, both of them. Certainly is, Jim. Um, um, still, on oh, still on drive. Still on drive. We said both of those at the same time. It's like you knew. It's like you're inside of me. What? Inside of you, I'll sail these seven seas. That is one of the great inside films. Inside of you, uh, that's Aldous Snow is a great character. What's um old mate Russell Brand been up to lately? Uh, he's in touch with his uh, inner self and being, and he has a podcast, which I subscribe to. You would hate it. Yeah, no, it's about no, spirituality it. no, and meditation no, no. and ice bars. And... Oh, you shoot me. <laughs> Give me anything else. Very, um, is it funny because he's funny. Oh, he's not funny anymore. Oh, god, he's very he's well, he's given up the drugs and the alcohol. <laughs> Boring, <laughs> grow up, Aldous. I did that for 12 months. Oh, I know, and I tell you, it's the worst year of radio. <laughs> I can't keep up with you when I'm a drunk sex maniac, you don't like it. When I'm sober, you don't like it. I can't win with you. I need you to be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I need you to be, um, uh, a drunk celibate. How about that? <laughs> I'm still going to chop my penis off, do I? No, it's, uh, we've explained this. No, right? it's being fine. Being neutered it's isn't, you don't <laughs> chop off the rod, right? It's the testicles. I thought being neutered was the testicles. Yes, that's what, I, that's what I just said. You don't chop off the rod, you chop off the testicles. Oh, okay. The rod remains. Well, I'm going to have a... Sorry, Digital Bryce, you want to weigh in on the no, chopping just, off of the rod? I, uh, I heard rod. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have a serious conversation with my dog now, so... <laughs> Is that what you call her? He's been hard done by. Yeah. He's, he's there just licking his nuts. So I chopped his dick off. That's all he's got. Yeah. You happy? Carry around two bloody tennis and balls. To be fair, the vet did tell me I was wrong, but I said, I'm paying you, so shut up. Yeah. Boys are back. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry about that, guys. We got... You know what? I... Nice. What? Why are you doing had things to... like you're getting me in trouble? What no, no, no. Because yesterday we had to fast forward through the yeah. podcast. Today Nothing. we had to fast forward through the podcast. You know what the common theme is here? It's usually that doesn't happen. I think, well, let's say at the same time. Digital, Digital Bryce. Yeah. You lead us down the What's garden path. You? you don't even say anything. It's I don't even do it. I just sit you here. Encourage you encourage the behaviour with your eyes. Give me the eyes. You, you go, go, say, say something. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's the deceive. Yeah. I like to deceive. You know, you know what it is? Go. It's with bloody trying to impress you. That's what it is. No, I like no, that. No, because he says... He's the hot girl in the corner, and I'm going, I'm going to do a funny. <laughs> you know what I feel like? Because I've been sitting... I've sat in here the last two shows all the way through. Yeah. I feel like... Did you ever watch the Tom Green show? Where there yeah. was the guy who would just sit in the window and drink a coffee? Yeah. That's me. Yeah. That's me for you're Jimmy like and the, Nate. You're like the, the cuckold of the I'm show. just sitting here <laughs> drinking my coffee. <laughs> the cuckold. <laughs> He's a he's a cucker. <laughs> he's the cucker out of the show. No, guys, we've said the quackers. Oh, the quackers. Oh, I was looking for a cucker <laughs> and that's how you met Bryce. Yes. <laughs> Which is why he's here with his bloody he's coffee, sipping his hey, coffee. He's McCafe coffee. Oh. Hey. Oh, smooth arabica beans. Mm. What? Smooth arabica beans. Yeah, it's good. Very good. It's nice. It is. I liked it. Let's finish with something nice and clean and fun. Good fun. Ah, uh, yes. The show is great. You yep. will enjoy it. Yep. It's just not as fun. <laughs> the Jimmy and Ace Podcast. Jimmy addressed this at the latter part of the show yesterday, but many people uh, would have had no idea yesterday for our big launch of Winter Drive, of course, with Jimmy and Ace. Uh, we had more than a couple of tech issues, and uh, we did not go to air. Uh, nobody heard the big start of the show where we were here live in the Perth office here at Mix. Uh, we had the office packed out uh, with a lot of people. They were cheering. They were wooing. And in Australia, you heard none of it. In fact, this is what you were supposed to hear at the start of the show yesterday. Were we to go to air? Oh, yes! Let's do it, Australia! Let's do it! Prepare to have your ear holes warmed. Would you Sorry, I can't at- even hear you, Nathan. No, just- I didn't know if we were on. I just heard the cheering. Uh, we are live from Perth for some reason, Jim. Somebody has bloody given us the keys to the Radio Kingdom once again. Is this thing on? Are we actually here? Uh, guys, are we actually here? I love a woo to start as you, well. You know, I'm a big woo guy. Uh, Nathan, I've known you 10 years, mm. there, thereabouts. Um, and there's nothing more you love in life, whether it be on the show or just behind the scenes. You just love a crowd. I love a you crowd, love, mate. If you're at a pub, oh, if God. there's someone singing happy birthday to a table, if Nate's there, he'll start walking around to other tables and just bring everyone involved. All the merrier is your motto. Absolutely. I'll like purposely look for traffic just so I can have a crowd of cars. You know what I mean? Stand <laughs> on the bonnet and go, make some noise, guys. Took your horns. I have seen Nathan in traffic put the windows down and encourage other people to join a sing-along with 
with him. Yeah. I believe it was uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing. Oh, don't get me started. No, don't. I'll go again with that, mate. It's the first song coming. No, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, if you don't know us, we're Jimmy Nate. Hey, lovely to be here. We normally do nights. Uh, we normally do weekends. And for some reason... No one else put their hand up for this, and they've asked us to do this again. We did it. We did it over summer. Some drive stuff. We're going to be here 3 p.m. Uh, all the way through to 6 p.m. We're driving you home into winter, Jim. Yeah, we've we've done a fair bit. I feel like at times this uh, station has been Jimmy Nath FM. We've been doing nights with Abby Chatfield, 7 to 9. We've been doing Jimmy Nath 9 to 11. We do 7 to 9 on the weekends. That's still happening, by it's the way. Jimmy Nath FM, mate. If only we were paid as such. Sure. You know? <laughs> hey, contracts out at the end of the year, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say bosses if you're listening, but they're all on bloody holidays. <laughs> The irony being nobody was listening because nobody heard that. Look, I'm, I'm sorry, Australia, if you were sort of in your cars, maybe listening to that going, well, hang on, you're here live. Why don't we play the whole thing? And Nathan obviously put a bit of effort into that yesterday. More than a bit of effort, mate. We brought in the entire office. We How long did that go for? That went for seven minutes. No, a minute, a minute, a minute 30. Yeah, so if we were to sit up with a, I feel like, geez, that was a long minute 30. Apologies, Australia. Um, Do you want me to play more music? <laughs> you love probably, the music today. Probably shouldn't have played it. Um, <laughs> it was a bit long. But uh, we're here now, and I believe we've taken phone calls to um, confirm that we are live on air. Yeah, absolutely. Now, look, this is the thing. The Jim and I, we screw up a lot. We, and we have screwed up a lot, not just in this job, but in many previous jobs. Mm. I worked in Freedom Furniture for a long time in the warehouse before my own mum fired me because I screwed up a lot. I gave away the wrong couch to the wrong people millions of times. Mm. I worked on the ferries. I was supposed to throw the rope on the bollard. I would miss so many times that the skipper would come down uh, from the like the driver's seat and have to drop the rope on for me. It was your dad. Yeah, it was Got embarrassing. Got by his dad and his mum. <laughs> it's pretty rough being there. It's like reverse nepotism. Um, yeah. first ever, my, my first ever thing in radio was uh, I was a street teamer driving the cars around. Mm. And um, I, for some reason, promised uh, we did crosses. Like, hey, it's street teamer Jimmy here. And I promised free tents. We were at Anaconda. Uh, we didn't have any free tents. Uh, <laughs> you just made the executive decision. I just was like, I'm on radio. This is fun. Um, and I made that promise. And uh, all these angry people, you wouldn't believe it, came to the Anaconda store. Is that uh, asking free tents? Now, this is the thing, Australia. We know we aren't the only people to stuff up at work all the time. I mean, we probably do it more often than other people. But what we wanted to do right now is to make us feel ourselves a little bit better. 131060, when did you or somebody else stuff up at work or what I'm calling a work? Wow, 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 whoa. Yeah, listen. Uh, we f***ed up. Work. 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 Yeah, okay. 131060. Australia, jump on the phones right now. When did you stuff up at work or when did somebody else stuff up at work? Feel free to double mint. Uh, the bigger the stuff up, the better, because we want to feel better for not going uh, live to wear for a national show across the entire country. Yeah, plenty of uh, friends, uh, work colleagues messages yesterday going, hey, guys, uh, nothing's playing around the country mm. um, on 208 stations or whatever we have. So, um, yeah, we, whether you want to confess yourself, and like Nathan and I, we gave you know some examples there, or whether you want to dob in someone else, it's just... Now that makes you feel better knowing someone else stuffed up as well. Yeah, work woes, guys. Or work wah wah woes. When did you stuff up? The Jimmy Nate Podcast. Work. Yeah, it can't just be us, guys. It can't just be us stuffing up all the time, Jim. So I'm hoping people out there have done the same thing. No, look, I mean, it is us mostly stuffing up uh, most of the time. Mm. But I just figure um, we would love to hear other people stuff up because it makes you feel better about yourself. Absolutely. And that's I mean, what if, you're having a, if you're having a shit day and then you see a child fall over. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, you went dark. Oh, I mean, quick, everyone. someone make Jimmy feel better about himself. Everyone, uh, everyone <laughs> falls over. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've laughed at it at times. And we all have. And if you're not admitting it, you're not being honest with yourself. Yeah, you have an internal chuckle all yeah, the time. Yeah, everyone. Even if it's your own kid, sometimes a bit more. <laughs> Jimmy from Warwick Farm. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, boys. How are you, boys? Yeah, good, mate. We're talking work woes. What went wrong, buddy? What happened? Uh, so this is the first day on the job as a casual. Uh, I picked up a pallet of uh, Coke cans and uh, just dropped the whole thing. Okay. About $10,000 worth. Oh, $10,000 worth of Coke cans all ruined. All ruined. I just literally walked out and never came back there again. Oh, that was it? Oh, you never came back to work? <laughs> yeah, never came back to work. Did you get an email or a phone call going, yo, Jimmy, you cost us 10 grand? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much, but there was nothing they could do. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did it, how did 
did you ruin all of them? Did you, how high was the pallet when you dropped it? Oh, I picked it up from the wrong spot and it just slipped and just fell over. And so did you just leave like then or was it the end of the day you left? Oh, I was, quite, I was pretty much right at the start of the shift. I just put my hands together, stand at the thing and just slide and walk straight out. And that was it and you never went back? Never went back. <laughs> well, at least we rocked up again. <laughs> <laughs> Haley from Orange. Hello, Haley. Hello. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Make us feel better, Haley. Of course, we screwed oh. up yesterday. What did you do at work? It can't get any worse. So, um, my bosses were going over to Vietnam for a conference, and I just had to organise all the travel itinerary and, you know, flights, everything like that. And in amongst all the rush and getting the right dates, well, I didn't get the right dates for the visa. I messed that up oh. and I had to get those amended. And then I actually only booked them one way oh. um, to Ho Chi Minh. So I don't know how I, I don't know if you know how hard it is to get two Australian um, citizens out of Vietnam, you know, just just from Ho Chi Minh. But they, there were so many questions and everything. They actually had to stay there for an additional seven days. Oh. Um, and get them back in the country. <laughs> so this, this was this was your boss, Haley. Yeah, there were two bosses actually. Yeah. So, so basically, yeah. Haley, you just shipped two bosses overseas and then didn't want well, to bring them back. Yeah, they're my old bosses now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hayley, put her hands together and walked out. She's like, for once, I'm doing the offshoring of the bosses. Uh, Luke from Copacabana. Hi, Lukey. How you going, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Talking work woes. Uh, what did you screw up, brother? Make us feel better. Okay. I used to work on the TPG optical fibre network as a fibre technician. Okay. And I went to a, a one of my joints one day and I had to break a fibre uh, to, to put it through to the, the customer that I was building the fibre path for. Mm. So my project manager told me to uh, break this fibre because it, was it wasn't redundant. It was a live fibre. Mm. Anyway, I knocked part of the Australian, Australian Stock Exchange offline. Oh, yeah. For how long, Luke? Uh, well, I was already about five joints down the road, uh, building, continuing on building this path for a customer. And uh, I got a phone call from my project manager and he says, where are you? And I said, oh, I'm at so-and-so street. And he said, he said, bloody hell, mate. He said, stop what you're doing. Get back to that joint and please splice that fiber back together. And I knew straight away that I had knocked an important person offline. Uh, I didn't know who it was. However, that afternoon, I called him back and I said, who was it? And he said it was a sector of the Australian Stock Exchange. Do you know how much you cost them, Luke? Yeah, it cost TPG about, uh, it was in excess of half a million dollars. <laughs> did you, did you, I mean, yeah. do you have a half, yeah. did you and, have to and, pay any of it? No, well, see, he was the project manager for TPG. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and usually I wouldn't have asked for an email uh, uh, to be sent to me confirming that I'm allowed to break that fiber. But this day, this, uh, in 10 years, in 10 years in the industry, I never asked for an email, but I did this day for some reason. And that was, that was my backup saying that uh, it came from actually the project manager and it wasn't just uh, me. Uh, it wasn't just hearsay, you know. It wasn't just me saying that it was a phone call, and it, I actually had proof. So the yeah. guy nearly lost his job. Put it that way. Yeah, well, half a million dollars. I mean, nearly. The Jimmy Nate podcast. No, the Gold Coast influencer Sky Wheatley. Oh yeah. I'm not familiar with her work, but um, oh, I apologise to all the Wheatley fans, the Wheat, Wheatley kids. <laughs> Um, oh. Aussie kids. How many do you do? Oh, Wheatley kids. <laughs> Brett Lee's here, guys. Bring him in. Um, uh, she's going viral at the moment after our viewers on her recent TikTok um, noticed that in the back of the video, so there's a video of her. Uh-huh. She's doing a little thing. But in the back of the video there, you can see her partner, Lachlan War. Okay. Um, and if you can see, Lachlan War there is sitting on the toilet. Oh, no. Pants down <laughs> around his ankles. Is he on the phone, um, too? Is he on the phone? Uh, oh, mate. Having a scroll? Who, who doesn't go? Who isn't? You know what? I, you're a psychopath. If you can go oh, to the bathroom without a phone. Oh, you know, sometimes because I take too long in there because I'm doing things, mm. uh, my partner, Meg, will confiscate my phone. She goes, if she needs to get into the shower, because we've got the, the toilet in where the, the, the bathroom is. is, and she goes, no, Nate, it's got to be a quick poop. I'm taking your phone. <laughs> She'll confiscate. And so I've got to read the back of a shampoo bottle or something and go, oh, I didn't know that ingredient was in there. <laughs> Micro flapping. <laughs>
You do origami with the toilet paper? <laughs> oh, mate, don't get me started. Um, so, yeah, you can definitely see him in the back there. Um, mm. She deleted the video, um, oh. as you can imagine. And, I'm um, sure it was getting a lot of views. Oh, it was getting a lot of views. Mm. Uh, but not on brand. No, and mm. uh, a lot of people have screenshot and uploaded it. That's how I've managed to get this screenshot. Sure. Um, so I thought we could ask Australia 131060, what did you accidentally upload or accidentally send? Yeah, it's a classic, isn't it? I know not everyone listening to shows in the social media sphere. <laughs> Mm. So we're not all uploading things, uh, but I maybe feel like if, most people would be. Or sending a photo to the wrong person. Maybe you sent the wrong thing on Snapchat. That happens or, all the time, doesn't yeah. it? You, know, you you dress up in a in a. I know. I don't know. Is digital Kira? She's not there. Digital Kira is there. So digital mm. Kira, um, she she got married on the weekend. It was a birthday. And Digital Kira... She got married on the weekend. She got married on the weekend. she was and single. So Digital... Uh, it was a fake wedding. Oh, fake wedding. But in it, she she um, dressed up as a bride. Okay. And um, Digital Kira accidentally sent that to a, to someone else, didn't you, Digital Kira? You sent that to the wrong man, not the group chat, unfortunately, on Snapchat. Sad. Um, so you got that photo then, and how was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've uh, I've uh, I've absolutely uploaded my own um, appendage yeah. on my Instagram story. Um, mm. I was no, uh, it was on the Jimmy Nate Instagram it was story. On the, okay, it wasn't it was on, the... on your personal one. It was on our show Instagram. It was on our biz. You may have well, if we had an office building, it would replace the billboard. It was be- <laughs> that's big, what you did. Big enough to fill a billboard if you no, know it what was I mean. Like a Australia. pamphlet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it basically was a LinkedIn post. Yeah. Um, no, I I'd come home after a few drinks mm. and. Um, I was got out of the shower. I yeah. saw myself in the mirror. I was feeling myself. Thought it looked good. It wasn't just a penis; it was the whole body. Mm. I walked out of the shower, going, "I think I look nice." It was the whole body shot, yeah. And so I've uploaded it. Oh, we and... can ask half our followers; they can describe it. <laughs> well, the, the sheer, so I uploaded, it and I did. Re- I instantly recognised it. I didn't mean to mm. upload. I meant just to take a photo. Yeah, sure, mate. That's what you told me. And you can't delete a photo on Instagram until it's uploaded. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, and I was. Can you go like airplane mode, or does that doesn't work either? Because it'll just upload. no, because it, it'll still when you then go off airplane mode, it'll, it'll try still, and upload oh, again. Oh god! So I'm I'm sitting there um, now. I've got the I'm just dripping wet because I came out of the shower. It's a bit wet, sure, you know. Thought I was sexy. Feeling yourself. Yeah. Um, oh, now I'm just sitting there with like sheer panic as I wait for the little um, uh, white circle thing to finish uploading. And as soon as uploaded, bang, hit the three dots, bang, delete story. <laughs> so did anyone see it? I don't know. Our followers went through the roof, mate. So. <laughs> If you could do an accidental, you know, peen yeah. shot. Um, Follow us at Jimmy and Nath. You'll never we'll, know when I'll do it again. Hey, maybe we'll take Carrie and Tommy's time stop full time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. 131060 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. Uh, it's a classic. It happens all the time. What did you accidentally upload? The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. Uh, just ask 131060. What did you accidentally upload or send to the wrong person? Uh, this is after Gold Coast, uh, Gold Coast influencer Sky Wheatley. She's going a bit viral at the moment because she uploaded a TikTok and clearly, clearly her partner, Lachlan, mm. is in the background on you the toilet. You're gesture, mate. You're right. <laughs> thought we could just ignore it and push through. <laughs> I've got, I took too many sips of my Coke. <laughs> got through it, mate. That's It's right. nummies. It's just It's delicious. Me. Yeah. Um, Sindel from Strathfield. Hello, Sindel. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. What did you accidentally send? What did you accidentally upload? What happened? <laughs> So my mum accidentally uploaded my iCloud login to Facebook onto a like my she was sending it to my sister but she doesn't didn't know how to function Facebook at the time and she wrote it on her wall. Oh no. <laughs> so what yeah. ha- so what happened as a, as a result of that Sindel? So I had obviously my sister is younger than me. She was um I think about 18 at the time. So you can imagine, um, and I do modeling and a lot of her friends know that and stuff. So they kind of immediately took my login details and jumped straight onto my iCloud and there was some private albums in there that they oh, geez. Kind of got sent out everywhere. So wait, so the, they posted the link to your iCloud on Facebook? So the login details. So was- my sister, so there was a, there was a link, uh, there was a file in my iCloud that my sister needed yeah. uh, for her for her studies and she was sending she thought she was sending them my details to my sister but she she posted them on her wall oh so, oh, so anyone so could every then, yep. single person on her facebook oh. seen my login details logged into my iCloud took whatever they wanted it was a oh. free for all <laughs> did you did you at least look good in those photos 
Ser nu? Oh, I look, yeah, I look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no one worries about their nudes leaking well, if they look good. Of course, I'm mum. There's don't... no such thing as bad publicity. Get on your signal. Beck from Sydney, what did you accidentally send? What did you accidentally upload, Beck? Um, so it wasn't actually me. It was actually my great mother mm-hmm. who um, posted a beautiful picture of my brand new baby with me in the background getting stitched up. Getting oh uh, you just given birth yes oh, so oh I thought you meant like someone having a doing a joke no. stitching you no. up. I got you again put a whoopee cushion on my seat <laughs> <laughs> mum don't upload it uh, so so were you no literally stitched up. <laughs> were you were you legs akimbo in the stirrups still yep, back exactly exactly that. oh so where do, so where did the photo go um onto Facebook for my beautiful family and friends to see. Oh. So w- was she uploading it to be like oh. congratulations? Um yeah, this this is my brand brand new grandbaby and did she, you know all of that type of stuff. So she but she had no idea you were in the background or she did know? Oh, she didn't realise and She didn't realise it was only when I looked at the picture that I went, Mom, oh, what have you done? This is my grand new ba- grandbaby and this is where she came from. Just exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Beck. Uh, Matthew from Wagga. Hi, Matt. G'day, mate. There you go. Yeah, good. What did you accidentally upload or what did you accidentally send? Oh, I don't know if I should be telling you guys this. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope you do because we're live on the air, Matty. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was about 20, I was dating a girl that had the same name as my sister. Oh, no, Matt. <clears throat> oh, Matt, what and, have you uh, done? I, I may or may not have sent her a nude photo of me. Okay. All right. First, let's go through the nude photo. What, was it just straight on remembering penis? Kid, or remembering, was it, yeah, kids in cars. Yeah, Maddie, was, it, but... was it your body as well? Like, oh well, I was standing in front of the bathroom mirror, giving it the big Hercules pose. You know. <laughs> okay. So you send <laughs> that. You send that you to your sister. To your what sister. Did, what did, did you realise you'd sent it to her, or did you not know until she messaged you back? I realised as soon as she sent me a message asking if it was appropriate for her to receive a picture like that. It's a fair question. (laughs) The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Jimmy, the biggest entertainment news around the country at the moment. Taylor Swift returning to the country 2024 after her era's tour. And you know what? They've given good old Jimmy and Nate some tickets to give away. Uh, And the way we're doing it was with this. Nate had an idea. What will it be? Taylor Swift. To give out tickets to Taylor Swifty. Taylor Swift. So give us a ring on the phone. Taylor Swift. As Jimmy and Nave drive you home. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. It's time to play Taylor Swift. <laughs> Let's play, mateys. Oh, well done, Audio Bones. Yeah, He's a gun. Yeah. Well done, Audio Bones. He's outdone himself there. Consistently delivers. The phones are going nuts, guys. We are giving away tickets to see Taylor Swift on her Eras Tour. Of course, presented by Crown, headed to Australia, Feb 2024. Uh, multiple shows in Sydney and Melbourne. American Express pre-sale starts today uh, with Frontier pre-sale Wednesday. That is tomorrow and all tickets on sale Friday. Uh, for details, FrontierTouring.com. But you can win them from us this week. The game is called Sailor Swift. Uh, going to put one person or potentially two lot yesterday in the running each day in the end of the week. We're going to be live from Adelaide. I'm going to have a little kiddie pool in the studio. All our finalists are going to get a boat. There'll be a fan at one end blowing the boats. The first boat to cross the finish line scores a double pass uh, to see Taylor in Sydney, Jim. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, apologies to uh, the good people of Australia calling the show right now just because I can see all our phone lines are blocked. Mm. We also had a few messages on Instagram yesterday um, saying nasty things about us. Um, oh. just, I couldn't get through. I called. So- I'm sorry. There's only so many phone lines. Honestly, I, if I if we could, we'd give you all Taylor Swift tickets. Honestly, we would. But then we'd keep Taylor here for years. Yeah, <laughs> she'd have a residency. If we just call <laughs> up and get them, um, yeah. So we can't. So there has to be a little game. So apologies, you can't get through. But we are doing it all week. So. Yes, and also hit.com.au if you do want to register to play. But we are also taking calls thirteen ten sixty. The way you can get yourself in the running for Sailor Swift uh, each day, we're going to have two contestants on air, Jim. They're going to have to go back and forth with lines from a Taylor Swift song. It's got to be spoken, not sung. The first person to make an error or era 
uh, loses and the other person goes into the running. But there is one little change we made to this, Jim. Would you like to explain this to the country? Yeah, well, Sailor Swift. So we thought um, you have to recite the lyrics. As you said, Nathan, is spoken, not sung. But you have to um, recite them in a pirate accent. A pirate accent. A bit of fun, yes. And also, if you break the accent, I'm going to... Oh, you're the, also... I, I'm okay. going to say that that's a loss, too. This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Nate had an idea. What will it be? Sailor Swift. Do you give out tickets to Taylor Swifty? Sailor Swift. So give us a ring on the phone. Sailor Swift. As Jimmy and Nate drive you home. Sailor Swift. Sailor Swift. Sailor Swift. Sailor Swift, it's time to play Sailor Swift. <laughs> Let's play, mateys. All right, every day this week we are putting people in the running for Sailor Swift this Friday from our Adelaide Studios gym. We're going to have a little kiddie pool uh, in the studio with all our boats. are going to be assigned to contestants, a fan at one end, the first boat to cross the finish line for Sailor Swift. Uh, scores himself a double pass to Taylor when she comes uh, to Sydney next year. The way you get in the running uh, is by us giving you a song. You go back and forth with your competitor with the lyrics. They cannot be sung, but they have to be spoken in a pirate voice. Yep, their only rules are I'll be in charge of lyrics, have them in front of me. Uh, today's song, you're not going to believe it, is Karma. Karma. The song we just heard. Oh, little hint for the people out there. Kaya from Perth is contestant one. Hello, Kaya. Hi. Uh, Kaya, you, first of all, you're a big fan of Taylor Swift. I absolutely love her, but I've never been able to see her live in concert. Oh, okay. It's a shame, Kai. She's great. I've seen her many a times. Oh, no, I think it's wasted, it. I think. <laughs> Jim, Jim <laughs> I bought it or I lived too far away. Jim, you saw her twice in the same year, didn't you? Yeah, I saw the uh, 1989 tour twice. Yeah. I mean, we're rubbing it. Sorry, 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 Kai. Okay, Kai. And it was phenomenal, Kai. <laughs> if you missed me. out, God, you'd be mad. Mm. Uh, Kai, it was oh, such no. a great tour. It was a great album. <laughs> oh. Kai, how's your pirate accent? Look, it's pretty good. Did you want to hear some? Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, it to, give it to us now. Go ahead. Oh, matey. Okay, now, Kai, you understand the rules. You've got to get the lyrics right, but you cannot break the pirate accent, okay? Understood. <laughs> there good. we go. Okay, I mean, you can start now if you want. <laughs> uh, contestant two, Sam from Sydney. Hello, Sam. Hi. Sam, you're a fan of Taylor Swift. Yes, massive. Okay, and how is your pirate accent, Sam? It's Aid. I don't know. That wasn't very good. Oh, <laughs> what was that? It's going to have to be better than that, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a short game. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Okay, so it is Kaya v. Sam. Now, Jim, yesterday we gave him the first lyrics. Do you want me to? Do you want us to give them the lyrics, or do you want to rip straight in? What do you reckon? Well, no, because I think we played the song. Yeah. The girls have got the accents down pat. So right. Um, I think they should they should kick things off. Will you tell who's first? Okay, so Kaya. Do a line uh, each. Kaya, you're going to go first. We need the first line uh, of Karma Taylor Swift, and then Sam, you pick it up. The first person to either get a lyric wrong or drop the pirate accent loses. That makes sense to you, Kaya? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Sam, that makes sense to you? Aye, aye. Okay, Kaya, kick us off. Go ahead. Here we go. You're talking for the hell of it. That's good, yeah. Good. Addicted to betrayal, but you're relevant. <laughs> also correct. Yeah, good. You're terrified to look down. Yep. Nice, Kaya. Because if you dare see the glare. Jim, is that right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll give it. Are you sure? You'll see the glare. I think the pirate accent, she might emerge, you'll and see. Okay, okay. okay. yeah, we'll play on at this play stage, on, but yeah. no moment. That's a warning. <laughs> Go, Kaya. Of everyone you've burnt just to get there. Yep, mm-hmm. that's good. Sam? It's coming back around. Yep, Kaya. And I keep my side of the street clean. That's good, that's good. Sam? You wouldn't know what I mean. <laughs> good, good accents, guys. Kaya. Because karma is my boyfriend. Uh, is that accent? Karma is a god. Okay, yep. yep. Set, Kaya? Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. That kind of went reggae. It kind of... I can't take it away. Oh, it went reggae. I'm sorry, Sam. Sam, you've done it. Okay, Sam, we'll see you on Friday. Well, you haven't won a boat either. It's very confusing. (laughs) 
This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. A new study, a new study has revealed that 8% of men around the world <laughs> reckon they could beat a lion in a fight. That's the feedback from the lion after hearing that stat. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is why men don't live as long as women. Um, because we're idiots. Yeah, if no one asked us to fight a lion. No. Someone just drunk was asked... Do you think I could take a line? And then they've gone, yeah, I'd like, take yeah. one too. I reckon together we could bloody take on a whole pride. Yeah. Uh, and then we go and do it. <laughs> the, the, and that's the end. The survey out of a university, I can't this was a survey, uh, out of a university in the US put 34 animals out there and asked blokes what they thought they could take on in a fight. Now, according to this survey, actual survey, the men who said they could take on a line, 8% of men said that they would be faster and smarter with how they fought it, hiding behind things and jumping at it from behind when it wasn't expecting. That's how they reckon they could take on a lion. They're right. Oh, well, you're in this stat. Oh, no, look, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a big believer in you've really got to have a good, with a good positive attitude, you can do anything. You can achieve anything. Um, and if you go into anything mm. thinking defeat or loss or I can't do this, then that that's what's going to happen. Positive vis- visualisation is important. See, I was going to say I'm absolutely not part of this stat. I'm part of the 92% because I, re- I just don't have the reaction time. I, there's no way I could take on a line. The only, the only chance I would have at a line is if he, like, surrendered his teeth. I reckon I could just take a line with claws because I'd pull on it. I'd play dirty, pull its yeah. mane and everything. I just, I, I, I can't yeah, but do if teeth. you're asking me, can I fight anything? I'm going to go, yes. Elephant. I can you find an elephant? Yep. A I'm whole not, army. An army, yep. Because <laughs> I've got to go in with. You're the, the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't go into something thinking that I'm going to lose. I, if you ask me separately, like, come if on. I took it, they go, hey, bro, you yeah, reckon you really take like, on Mufasa? Well, no, but I'm going to go in with. <laughs> So while we're on air... Because any chance that I would have of winning would come down to a good positive attitude and the right mindset. Okay. If, if I'm going to... I'm going to... Now, I'm really apologise for you here, Australia, because I'm going to... This is going to... A lot of people are going to turn off, but I'm going to do something to help Nath understand where my mentality comes from right now. Okay. In his words, and I'll speak his language. Okay. So, Nath. Yeah. Imagine you walk up to a golf hole. Sure. You're on the tee box. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people switching on for this. <laughs> What's oh, going to get Nate? The out? golfers are leading in. The non-golfers <laughs> yeah, are leading yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's water. It's a par three. Mm, par there's three. water all in front of you. How long is a par three? Um, 170. Wind, seven. still day? It's windy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's windy. Uh, it's rainy. Uh, it's 177 metres. There's water all the way up to the green. Mm. Actually, around the green. Around is, the green. Is, uh, no, is, is bunkers. Bunkers. So it's water all the way up to the bunkers. Full and just green bunkers. side bunkers everywhere. Yeah, every, every option. Slight You're rainy. only... Yeah, Slight. Uh, it's 15 on the stint metre. Facing downwards. The pin is at the front of the green. Yeah. Do you stand on that tee box and go, well, I'm going to put it in the water, I'm going to put it mm. in the bunker, there's no way I can do this? Or do you stand on the tee box and go, I'm going to hit it on the green? Am I hitting a Pro V1? You're hitting a Pro V1. I'm thinking I'm putting it on the green. See? It's all about mentality. Will you put it on the green? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so when I say I'm going to fight a lion, I'm going to fight a lion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Will yeah. I win? No. God, no. <laughs> I believe I can take it, mm. but will I? No. Well, I mean, Perth Zoo have just called 131060. <laughs> they, they want to Welcome to Jimmy's <laughs> Fights the Animals Tour of Australia. So here's what I want to do. Here's the thing, Jim. I don't know how far this study has reached. I mean, you and I, we were just discussing it then, but I want to open this up to the good people of Australia, men and women of Australia. Jump on the phones right now, 131060, and be honest. Do you think you could take on a lion in a fight? Now, if you are positive, much like what Jim did to me just then, you need to convince us. Yeah. You there needs to be just... some sort of thought process exactly. of how you would... You can't just go, oh, bloody smash a lion. Yeah. I need a reason. I'll show you're working. Look, I, show I grew you're up working. in a jungle, yeah. and I'm Tarzan. Exactly. And Tarzan, I know you call all the time, mate. You're a prize pig. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're after movie tickets. Uh, you can still call through. But you need to show you're working, all right? Mm. 131060. Men and women of Australia... Jump on the phones right now and answer this simple question. Do you think you could beat a lion in a fight? Because let me tell you, 8% of men around the world reckon they can. Men and women of Australia, prove to us if you reckon you can. 13, 10, 60. We're going to take your calls next. Montel Jordan now. It's Jimmy and Nate. The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. And we just asked 13, 10, 60 men, women of Australia, do you honestly think you could beat a lion in a fight? 
This is after a study has come out and said that uh, 8% of men reckon that they could beat a lion in a fight. Uh, Jimmy, you made a good point saying sometimes we just say that. Uh, yeah. Because you need the right attitude. Yeah, you need the right attitude. I have to go into something thinking I can win. Otherwise, mm. there's no point in doing it. See, I the only reason I could potentially beat a lion is if they surrendered their teeth. I could take on claws, I reckon, because, you know, I can... I mean, I don't get angry often, but if I get if I get going, yeah. you know what I mean, I'll bloody grab him. I'll grab yeah. him, bring him to the ground, pull his mane. Yeah, I'd have to play dirty. Yeah, I'd have, have to. to yeah, have to play dirty. I'd have I mean, to play dirty. And also, I mean, there's so, we don't have to get in this now, but it's like, where are you? You know, if, yeah, if you're in an arena, if a lion came out into a tuna's habitat <laughs> in the middle of the ocean <laughs> and he was with his tuna friends. <laughs> Okay, so what we've asked is 131060, people of Australia, convince us if you reckon you could take on a line. You can't just say yes, show us you're working, we'll decide whether or not we believe you. Uh, Jacob from Orange. Hello, Jacob. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Good, Jacob. Okay, Jacob, answer this simple question. Do you think you could take on a line in a fight? 100%, definitely. Okay, love love that, Jacob. Good confidence. Um, How do you think you would beat the line? I was telling my soon as I come on the radio, I said to my son, I reckon if you like lean down, like you're doing a hundred meter sprint and torpedoed it straight for the gut. Okay. And if you, I reckon if you winded it, you'd have enough chance to pin, he, to pin him over and pull his paw behind his back and push his head into the ground. <laughs> I reckon Three, that, I reckon a good chance. Two, one, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Catch him off guard. Yeah. Catch is if his mouth opens, then you've got an issue. But if it doesn't, I think it's a definitely a short chance. Okay. What what percentage chance you have? Uh, do you think you have against the line, Jacob? I reckon about ninety nine percent. I reckon. Oh, that's that's good. And what, did, what? what did your son say when you told him that, Jacob? He thought it was bonkers. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to Tommy from Kudamandra. G'day, Tom. How are we going? Yeah, good, mate. Look, we're just discussing whether or not you could um, potentially beat a lion in a fight. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. It's a 99% success rate. Okay. Love it, Tom. Show, yeah. show you working, Tom. <laughs> All righty. So back in the day when you're playing a bit of footy and you kind of say you're getting a bit tossed around or whatever, you'd go for the old squirrel tackle. So just a handful of the, um, oh, I guess a, a bit of the junk there, yeah. uh, the surely going to go down and okay. like, kind of, yeah. So, you're, so, so you Tom, know the, the saying, Tom, grab a bull by the horns. You're using uh, the lesser known saying, grab a lion by the balls. Well, that's exactly right, yes. Okay, so, Tom, you feel like the only way you could win, and this is okay, we didn't put any rules in, is to play a bit dirty and go below the belt. Absolutely. So if you can get, get a handful of those goodies there, then kind of go for the weird, weird naked choke. Like, if you choke me out, like, it's, it's over. Like, there's no, no coming up from that. Tom, one end on the balls, one end on the throat. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick from Raymond Terrace. G'day, Nick. Yeah, good, mate. How you going? Yeah, we're good, brother. We're just discussing whether or not you can take on a lion. What are, you, what are your thoughts, mate? Yes or no? Oh, bloody hell, if I could. Yeah. Okay. How, how would you do it, Nick? How would I do it? Mm. Well, I've seen one in the flesh, right? Yeah. In the zoo. Yep. I reckon I could roar it to death. Okay. Okay. So you yeah. <laughs> roar it to death. So you reckon your yeah. roar is that good, Nick, that you'd knock out a lion? Oh yeah, hundred percent. You, you don't under, you don't understand. Well, well, Nick, would you would you do the roar for us now on the show, Nick? I need you to do the roar. Is, is... Uh, yeah, I can do the roar. Can you do, do the roar, Nick? Nick, <laughs> Nick, do the roar. Do the roar. <laughs> roar! If I was a lion, I'd be dead. <laughs> The Jimmy and Ace Podcast. Nath, uh, according to Buy Now, Pay Later, um, String Bikinis. I love those. They're my favourite. Mm, they have... Uh, I need some sad music. Oh, you want sad music? I can do that. Hang on. Uh, let's do this. Um, actually, no. I need some uh, like inspirational music first. Okay, that. Yeah. String Bikinis. You just tell me when you want sad and I'll you, interchange. Yeah. Well, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Know. okay. String Bikinis have seen, I'll need a round of applause first, oh, okay. a 245% rise in sales from baby boomers. Well done to the boomers. Hang on, the boomers? Yes. Good on them. But Gen Z oh. aren't buying any. Sad. Mm. The boomers are. Boomers love a string bikini. The Gen Z aren't. Mm. Sad. For the boomers... Oh, they're the boomers, Jess. Oh. It's never been a better time to be a boomer or to be a string bikini. So, so good. Gen Z, though. Oh, sad. <laughs> and this has uh, sort of um, come online as well. I've seen some TikToks and videos about it. Because mm. apparently uh, the young, the youth. The, the youth, youth. The youth. Um, and I think this is below Gen Z, you know, the kids. What, um, what's after that? Why or something? I don't know, mate. 
Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's Gen Y. Who, I'll tell you what, they're not listening to the radio. Who cares? <laughs> um, uh, so they're going through their parents' drawers mm. and they're going, hey. Well, why are they going through their parents? That's a weird thing. <laughs> oh, they're Stop. doing they're TikToking, mate. They're oh, going, oh, is this the tour trend? of my house? Is you this know what, what I mean? Generation Alpha, apparently, is what they're called. What's your, um, what's your body count? Oh. Uh, tell me how many people you have. <laughs> No hey, I'll, I'll buy you anything in this store for $200. What do you want? Yeah. What if, why is that going viral? <laughs> Pretty. What kind of car do you drive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. What's your, what's your job? And they're getting millions of clicks. I know. I, I, we're making Lit- fun, but... Literally grow up. Those people are so much richer and I know. more followers. But apparently, yeah, apparently youth are looking at these and going, what are they? They mm. don't know what the, the L-string bikini, the G-string is. What? They don't know what the G-bung is. Yes. Now, I... Want to call our mums? Is that what you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I knew you. I've got them here. Sue and Kath, welcome to the show. Here they are. What do you got on right now, mum? <laughs> Check the Instagram. No. Uh, <laughs> give me a note. I've, mm. I need to apologise to you now. Oh, okay. Because while we're having... Is this sad? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you... Okay, you, you can fire sad music a sec. Okay, no right, music no, for a no, sec. Because, okay. yes, this is a true... This is a true thing that, you know, the, the older generations are buying more and more G-strings. The younger generations are not so much. Yeah. Some are not even sure what it is. They find them in their parents' drawer and they go, what is this? Okay. So I want, I want to ask now, 131060. Okay. What did you find in your parents' drawer? Oh, or maybe, on. Or, I know what you're doing. Or maybe what did your kids find in your drawer? Why you know you what do- I mean? Why are you doing this to me? So maybe I'll come back to you. So maybe you're a parent, you listen to the show and you're going, oh, my kids found this in my drawer. I can't believe it. Mm. Uh, or maybe you were a youth once yourself, Australia, and you found something of your parents that you didn't love finding. Now, this is where I, I throw to... <laughs> I throw to knife. Uh, you don't have to. You don't have to. No, but why do you, you want me to, to relive? You, you know don't have this to. is a dark time You can time just move on. Life. You can, you can, you can say them. I can't now because that just, it's offering acceptance in radio, isn't it? Oh, You've no, you're not going to believe it. What? Um, producer Grace the, is messing us. Who's the only other person who knows this story. Yeah, there's only three people. Producer Grace, if you're listening to the show, which you are because you just texted us, mm. um, we had a fire, though. It's such a shame. Yeah, because she knows the story. Of course. 131060. Call mm. the show, Grace, mm. um, because we'd love for you to, to add to this story. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. want to tell the story? Okay. All right. So, I mean, oh, gee, I can't believe you make me relive this. Is it? And, you know, my parents were away, and they're back today, and they're listening to the show, so they're going to know. Oh, no. They're going to know this. this. This story has been... Behind the scenes of Jimmy and A for many years, mm. um, but we've never, it's never made the show before. Oh, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I was going through mum and dad's drawers downstairs in the garage once upon a time. And um, I was looking, I think I was looking for either a birth certificate or a license or something. I was looking for some passport maybe, and I came across an old photo album. And I was like, oh, this is cute, mum and dad. I mean, it might be like me growing up or all that kind of stuff. It was of mum and dad. You found photos of mum and dad, did you? I mean, it depends how early of me growing up, potentially the creation of me growing up, because it was a um, some very visual photos of um, of mum and dad. Clearly, they'd got the Kodak out and they'd have a. That's enough. That's <laughs> Piece it together, Australia. You found some... I found some naughty photos of mum and dad. dad. That's what it was. That's what it was. Clearly, they'd accidentally put it in in the family album. Yeah, I'm going through... Oh, look, cute little Nath at SeaWorld. Whoa! <laughs> look, I mean, it is their fault for putting um, cute little Nath at SeaWorld in the same folder as... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something else from SeaWorld. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, please, so... please welcome to the show our former producer, Grace. Uh, yeah, hello, Grace. It's so good to be here. Grace, you're the only other, or well, now the whole country knows, including my parents <laughs> who are probably listening, but you, you've you known this story for a long time, and I can't believe Jimmy just made me say it on bloody national <laughs> radio. One of my fondest stories about you and your parents for the last four years, and I'm so sad that I've missed the one time you told it on national radio, but now I'm here, so it's all good. Yeah, well, Grace, oh, I... It's all good for you, mate. <laughs> he, he didn't know I was bringing it to the show. I really, I got him there, sucker punched him. Uh, he thought we were thought we were doing a phoner about G-strings. He goes, I love G-strings. They're my favourite. <laughs> Let's do a G-string And then I can't believe you were listening. It was like it was meant to be. Uh, I know. It was a kismet. It was perfect. It was what? What did you say? Oh, I panicked and I said That's a That's why we fired you, mate. That's why we fired you. For 13. 13. 10. 60. Grace, can you just answer the phone? Oh, wait. Don't work here. 
<laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 All right. 13, 13, 10, 60 Australia. Jump on the phones right now. What did you find in somebody's drawer? What did you find in the drawer? It doesn't have to be your pants. It can be any kind of drawer. Ideally, that wasn't yours, right? Because you know what's in your own drawer. What did you find? Well, I had that. <laughs> All right. 13, 10, 60. What did you find in the drawer, guys? Parents' drawers, like poor old Nath. What did you find in somebody else's draw? 131060, jump on the phone. The Jimmy and Nate Podcast. Right now, we've just asked 131060, what did you find in someone's draw? What did someone find in your draw? Mm. Um, could be the kids. Kids are always crazy looking around at things, I know. pulling stuff out. I wish I wasn't. No, we're not. Hey, you've told your story. If people heard it, they heard it. You never have to mention that. No, because you said that last again. time and you keep bringing it up. No, we've never, I've never brought it up on the show. In, in real life, I bring it up all the time. <laughs> You and, and former producer Grace. Producer Grace is still a friend of ours. Texts us. She texted us the other day. There was even no prompt. She's mm. just like, Nice, remember the time you saw your parents' nudes? Well, my old man, Di- um, I almost called him Dicky. My- <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, he's just, you know what? I don't even care. Uh, <laughs> he just texts her going, You're the photo for the Instagram name. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steph from Melbourne. Hello, Steph. Hello, how are you? Good. What did you find in the drawer, Steph? First of all, whose drawer was it? It was my parents' drawer, my mother's drawer. Okay, yeah. in your mother's drawer. Hmm. Yeah, I found human teeth. Human teeth? <laughs> Who's, whose teeth? It was my teeth and my um, siblings' teeth. She kept them as little babies. Were they were they just free, like amongst like the undies and stuff, Steph, or were they in a jar? Yeah, pretty much. They were in like the socks drawer, the knickers drawer. Just yeah. free, but free-range teeth. Not in a container? Yeah. Oh, they're in a little container, but yeah, I was, I was a kid when I found them, and I was a bit, in a bit of a shock. Did you thought, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh my God, those teeth traumatised me. I thought she was like a serial killer or something. <laughs> Keeping yeah. a memento. Um, yeah, it felt like it. Did you... Did you Netflix uh, on <laughs> Steph's mum. Did you... Behind the true killer. <laughs> the the teeth rip up. Uh, <laughs> Ebony from Shepparton. Hi, Eb. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What did you find in the drawer? Well, I devastatingly found every letter that I'd ever written to the Easter Bunny and to Santa Claus in my mum's cupboard. Mm. Well, they she should, never that, sent them. Well, no, yeah. Well, they should have gone directly to Santa and the Easter they Bunny. They should have. And I am so... So who whose drawer were they in? My mum's. No, nah, you know what? Naughty, naughty. Yeah. That is horrible, Obviously, Ebony. she didn't Isn't put that? the right postal address. Um, and... and she's now on the naughty list. Yes. So she is. That... Yep. Did you confront her on that, Ebony? No, I just tucked it away as some childhood trauma and oh, <laughs> moved on with my life. You give us, after the show, Ebony, you give us your mother's number and we'll be, we'll be making I'll a be strong thanks, uh, guys. Yeah, be phone call to her. You know, I'll be putting oh. Steph's mum onto her to steal her teeth and she'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Jake. The Chief <laughs> River strikes again. <laughs> hey, Jake, you love that, did you, big fella? Hey, mate, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. What'd you find in the drawer? Uh, it wasn't what I found. It was what my, my daughter found. Oh, um, what, did, what did your daughter find, yeah. Jakey? My, myself and my partner had to go out and do some stuff for the day, so I got my little sister to come over and babysit my daughter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were gone, she was in the lounge room. My daughter managed to find her way into our bedroom and go through the, the top drawers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, amongst doing that, she come running out to my little sister in the lounge room with a big pink adult's toy in her hands. Okay. Um, she she also managed to find the on and off button in the process. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, my, my sister was shell-shocked. She didn't know what to do, so she's obviously snatched it up off her. Normally, they're kept well safe and away, and she's not allowed in the room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, but, yeah. What happened in this instance, Jack? <laughs> Why wasn't it kept safe away? Because my sister was watching my daughter and she she wasn't on guard like we normally are. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, how old how old was your daughter, Jackie? She was she was three. three. She was yeah, not old enough to know what it was, but old enough to know it was something she couldn't be playing with. Okay, is it? Is how it... often are you playing with it? <laughs> oh, <it's> a... <laughs> the Jimmy Nate podcast. Uh, over the weekend, Elton John, big fan of the show, uh, performed for her, his last time in the UK at Glastonbury. This is huge. His last ever performance in the UK, and because of this, understandably, sorry, last ever performance or last the... ever performance in the UK in the at U... Glastonbury. <laughs> no, it's good, good to clarify. Yeah, uh, his last ever performance in the UK. So he's got more. 
other performances yeah. outside the UK, allegedly. And he might again perform in the UK. I mean, <laughs> money's a good talker. Yeah. Uh, because of this, fans went understandably wild, flooded the stage. Uh, if you haven't seen photos of it, guys, Google it. Uh, it's radio, I can't show you. Uh, 120,000 people flooded the stage. It's very difficult to even see him. And how about this? 7.6 million people were watching him at home live on TV. Uh, here's a little bit of what they heard. <laughs> What a king. I'd love that. Imagine 120,000 people linking arms. I don't know if they were linking arms, <laughs> but I would have. I would have had my phone out. Do well, you had your link arms and have your phone out. Ah, uh, would have found a way. Phone just... in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, phone in my mouth. I love you, love, 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 love. Oh, my Elton's here. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. This got me thinking, Jim. So obviously people, I mean, if I was there, of course I would have gone to the stage. I would have seen Elton. I would have loved, even if it wasn't his last show. But because it was. You'd be real um, uh, sad if you were one of the other acts that are on one of the side stages. Oh, no. You're like, oh, the, the time um, yeah, table's out. All right, so when am I performing? Okay, yep. And Oh, oh no. You know? There's no one else. The dropped oranges are on the stage next door going, no one's watching us, guys. <laughs> Where's the dropped oranges? Everyone's going to Elton. It'd be a stitch up, wouldn't it? Mm. I would be there. You would have been there. I mean, 120,000 people flooded to that stage. But here's the thing. This got me thinking, Jim. Uh, what is the best way to get people's attention in the entertainment world? Of course, it's making people think that this is the last time they will ever hear you. Elton has nailed that. I feel like he's been on his farewell tour for four or five years now. Well, yeah, I think someone told me yesterday he started his farewell tour, like his world farewell tour. So I don't, that's what you're telling me. There must be more shows still. Mm. Um, he started like 2017 or exactly. 2019. We've been saying farewell to him for a long time. And guess what? All of his shows have been sold out. It works a treat. A lot of the great um, artists, like I know um, Johnny Farnham here in Australia has done many a farewell tour. He's the king of the farewell. D- Daniel Day-Lewis, I'm pretty sure, has retired many times from the acting world. Absolutely. Only to return, and he should return again. He, he if should. If you're listening, Daniel day <laughs> Lewis, you're an abs- it's just an absolute atrocity that where, you're not out here performing been? in a new movie. Where you been, Daniel? But He's it retired works. again. And the last film was shit. Anyway. He'll sorry, come back, mate. Yeah. That's all right. But, but you know, g- you know, I need to jump on a film podcast if you know anyone. <laughs> you do, you should. Yeah. But here's, so what I thought was maybe we could take a little leaf out of Elton's book <laughs> and try and bump up the numbers of people listening to this show right now and get as many people listening by announcing that it is officially our final show. This is the final time you will ever hear Jimmy Nathan on the radio. On the 27th of the 6th, 2020. Let's not get into the details. Okay. I can whisper that bit. Yeah, you can whisper. This is the final time that Jimmy and Nathan will ever be on radio together, ever. For today, I'm going to do it So what I wanted to do is... Cap- no, you don't whisper. No, <laughs> I can talk normally. Can talk yeah, normally. okay, okay. So what I wanted to do is just to see if this works. 131060, Australia, jump on the phones and call us right now. And all I need you to do is pretend like it is the last time we will ever be broadcasting on the radio. Hopefully, this then makes more people listen to the show, like the amount of people that went and saw Elton, what they thought was for the last time. Yeah, and Nathan, one of Nathan and I's favourite things about Radio Australia is that like, you can turn it on any time. So mm. we are about to go to a song. Yeah. Um, one of the... One of the good ones, Pink, trustful. Oh, anyway, he's Pink. <laughs> funny I was in Paris. Um, <laughs> uh, so when we come back, there'll be people listening, and all they're going to hear is you, Australia, calling us, going, oh, no, I can't believe it's Jimenez last year. And the word will spread, and therefore ratings through the roof. Genius, at, we've broken radio. We've this done is, it. This is how we do it. After so my nightmare coffee drop at 7 p.m. last night, mate, you've, you've saved the show. The boss is going to call us afterwards and go, guys, never had such big numbers in your life. It does mean you can no longer broadcast, but it doesn't matter. So yeah. <laughs> I'm taking that. That is your letter of resignation. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty Australia, we need your help right now. Call us, and all we need you to do is pretend it is our last show ever. Jim's right. People may be hearing this for the last time, and then the word will spread. The excitement. People will be like, we've got to tune in just before Jimmy Nath get out of here, but we need it. Uh, here's the thing. I want to hear tears. I want devastation. I want desperation to keep us on the air. It is our last show ever. Australia, 131060. Call now. The Jimmy Nath Podcast. Driving the good people of Australia home for our last Last ever radio show. Of course, it it also um it coincides with Elton's last performance sure. in the UK at Glastonbury. Hundred twenty thousand people they were there. Seven point six million people watched it because it was his last ever performance in the UK. And not many people know this, but it just so happened that by chance, this is the last time we will ever be on radio. We've just announced it. Yep, it's heartbreaking. Last show. Uh, oh, geez, time. <laughs> 
Time flies. And weird for us to announce it, like, just once here. Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. like, people like onion yet. for the rest it's of the... There's a few more, uh, we call them talk breaks here in the biz. Yeah. But doesn't no, this matter is what I call them now as I'm retiring. It doesn't so. matter. And we're not, we're not here tomorrow. No. We're not here ever again. We're off to do the other too things. Many, too many people retire on a Friday yeah. um, at, the, at the peaks of their career. Nathan, I'd like to retire on a Tuesday at the... At um, the midpoint. The, <laughs> I still say we're at the beginning. On the first run. Yeah. But that's... Don't laugh, mate. This is, this is sad. So mm. what we want to do, we just ask 131060, call up and, you know, help celebrate. Help make this last show ever, or the last ever time you hear us on the just, radio, a celebration. And what do you think? Just some... Um, what they love about us, how great we are, something whatever, like that. Honestly, yeah. whatever they want to do, because it, it is the you last time. Speak from the heart. Speak from the heart. And you'll always tell the truth. <sighs> it's hard. Uh, Tom. What's from, hard? From... <laughs> mate, this is serious. That last show. You don't even care. No, Tom. mate, I'll kick it up. We've got plenty of money, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> On that first run. <laughs> Tom from Coffs Harbour. Hello, Tom. Hey, young guys. I'm gutted. Like, you guys invented... Radio Snakes back in the day. Yeah, that's right. It was. I remember all the good times. Like, I normally listen to one of your sister stations, but I found out you guys are doing a, uh, the afternoon drive home. Yeah. So I started listening to this station again, and I need to find out you guys are leaving. I'm gutted. I'm sorry, Tom. I mean, it's a, again, it's a weird time. We've kind of just pulled the wool out from people. You know, pulled the carpet out from underneath people's feet, but I don't that's think it. The, I don't think the turbo. That's why I'm retiring. I don't care. <laughs> No, it's serious, serious. Tom, have you got any uh, got any highlights when you think back to Jimmy and Oath? What do you think? Oh, I won your Radio Snake back in the day, so yeah. that's my highlight, yeah. It was a game that we coined, Radio Snake. Remember that all those years ago? I'm glad I actually thought he said Radio Steak, and I went, I don't remember giving one of them away. Um, <laughs> but if we did, I'd, I'd back you in, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Emma from the Central Coast. Hi, Em. Welcome to our last ever Radio Talk Break. Oh, what will I ever do without you guys? It's okay. It's I know. Okay. I know. Oh, don't cry. There's tears. No cry. cry. No, it's yeah, good. we won't. I'm it's good. horrible. Oh. Who am I going to listen to on the way home from work after a long, long, hard day? Some some say <sighs> M, and don't let me put words in your mouth, but some say Nathan and I are the, the greatest thing ever to happen to radio. You really are the greatest, greatest thing ever. Wow. <laughs> You're one of those some, Emma. That's, it's so nice. Uh, Em, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry to do this so suddenly, but that's it for us on the radio. Just a career highlight, Em. What what are you going to miss about us the most? Oh, just your comedy on the way home. It's just such a great afternoon, you know, on the way home from work and just chilling out and listening and, oh, I'm just going to miss it. Oh, Em, someone someone cuddle Em. Someone make sure she's also very unspecific, just the comedy on the way home, but that's fine. that's what I'd say, Nath. I'll always, I know you haven't asked, but I'll always remember the laughs. Well, yeah, I haven't asked, but that's okay. <laughs> we can talk off air because this will be the last time we're on air. Helen from Bayswater, welcome to the final ever Jimmy Nath radio talk break. How are you feeling, Helen? Well, I'm almost too upset to talk. Oh, Helen. This is, this, no, this is not on. I didn't sign up for this. Oh, sorry. I didn't know we had to, people had to sign stuff. Off. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's good to know. Um, Helen, what are you going to miss? Starting the, a, sorry, you go. I'm starting, I'm starting a petition. Oh, because you, you, no, guys, you've got to stay on. It's what the people want. Start a GoFundMe, Helen. <laughs> don't, sure. laugh, don't laugh, Helen. <laughs> Helen, sorry, no, mate. No. I don't love you that much. Yeah. Brittany from Victoria, welcome to the final ever Jimmy Nay show. And Brittany, guess what? You are the final ever caller we will ever talk to. Oh, my heart's broken. Oh, Brittany. I can't even breathe. I've had to pull over on the side of the road. I'm. I'm shaking. I can't believe it. I can't. I can't believe it. Oh, Brittany, I'm sorry. I mean, just a. What, what is it? What are you going to miss about us the most, Brittany? Oh, Joe. It's just feeling like you've got friends in the world when it's been a long, hard day, and your two-year-old is just driving you nuts. Yeah. Sometimes it's just nice. Yeah. Oh, Brittany, I'm so sorry. I'm hurt. Oh. You know what? You know what? I'm not hurt. I'm not upset. Mm. I'm just, just disappointed. I know. You know? I know. Well, I'm sorry, Brittany. Brittany, I have some great news for you in Australia. No, I don't ruin it, mate. This is working. This is getting the ratings up. They because don't need to know. Nathan and I don't. I'm retiring. <laughs> the Jimmy Nate Podcast. That's it, Jim. End of the road. Yeah, unfortunately, Australia, all good things must come to an end. But if you were listening earlier and you heard it was Nathan and I's last show, it was. It was. Yep. But now it's not because and, we're unretired. And also, so, we, we, heard, we, heard, 
Come lucky, we're back. Come lucky. <laughs> we heard all the emotion from people pouring out, and we didn't want to upset the fans, so we thought we'd go one last time. time. So tomorrow is our is last, last show. show. <laughs> Unless that goes well, and even if it doesn't, we might be back again, again Thursday. So for now... Tomorrow's our live show. For yeah. now. And that, here's the thing. It's a closing down sale. It's Jimmy Nath closing down show. Everything must go, guys. It's rugs a million. We'll be closing down for years. <laughs> the way we like to finish the show. I think they eventually <laughs> closed down, didn't they? Did they? they? Shout out Rugs a Million if you are. I don't know. Uh, look, the way we like to finish the show each and every day is with a show rating. A score out of 10 doesn't matter how much of the show you have heard. Please welcome to rate the show from Labrador, Rhonda. <laughs> hello, Rhonda. Hello. hello, hello, guys. Hello. Rhonda, you sound a bit down. Are you a bit down? I am. I'm just. I'm still trying to like gather the the news of the last show. Yeah, I it mean, was... who am I? Who am I going to go to with my chip confession? Yeah, of course. Jimmy and I famous for the chip fessional, a safe space. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's a safe space for people to tell. Yeah, of course, for, is... for Irish accents, it's uh, the license I give Jim. That's, that's a, the one time I can do that. That's a GVNA deep cut there. That, that is, is a real deep cut. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like track 13 on the album. Uh, <laughs> but there's no bad tracks, mate. There isn't. Start to finish. If I had to rank it, it'd be seventh. That's, that's why I went platinum, guys. Uh, <laughs> Rhonda, how much of the show have you heard today? I've heard the whole show, guys. The whole? Jeez, that's a good innings. Three hours. Okay. Yep. Uh, what do you want to give us out of 10, Rhonda, and why? I'm definitely giving you guys a 10 out of 10. I mean, you've always made me laugh, even though today you've made me cry announcing the last show. Either way, it was a laugh and a cry. So 10 out of 10, guys. Oh, thank you, Rhonda. What do you, what do you think? Should we should we come back tomorrow, Rhonda? Yes, please, please, please come back tomorrow. <sighs> okay, we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate Podcast. podcast.